0: Blob Talk Radio
1: It is time once again All the glitz All the glamour all of the shameless ballot stuffing is done. And now it's time to announce the winners with your host, Larry Goodman and Stephen Platinum. Larry, Larry, I am excited. The show tonight is coming from Georgia and Hi, Miami, puppy.
0: <laughs> the way the traffic is in
1: Miami, I'm still here. So technically, we're running in two different states in the sexiest cities in the world, uh, Miami, Florida. Where, where are you in Georgia, Larry? What sexy well, city I mean, are you in? Not
2: so not so sexy or glamorous, Norcross, Georgia. <laughs>
1: Norcross, Georgia. (laughs) I hear the panties dropping. Um, Well, we've got a ton of winners. They're all going to be on. Is that right, Larry? Did we get every single winner on?
2: uh, I I believe we may have them all. You know, it may be past certain persons' bedtime, but we may have them all. We'll see.
1: Well, before we get started, and we're going to jump right into it with the winner for – for best ring announcer uh we gotta we, we want to thank brian slack right on the front end in case yes. we forget to do it later uh again such a great job getting the nominees together getting the word out compiling the votes doing things that made sense and the, the people that got the most votes won and uh again brian slack just did a phenomenal job larry
2: he did he did and he turned it around quick because we're a, we're on a tight time frame with the um Deadline being what on the Saturday night, and boom, here we are, ready, ready to go, ready to go. So, well,
1: um, well are we ready to go, Larry? Ready to go think with the
2: we, first one. I think we are. I think we are, and we are going to start with referee of the year. We're going to go to the referee of the year. All right. Uh, yeah. Referee of
1: the year. Yes, sir would you like to yeah. announce the winner
2: so make sure i've got the right right info here
1: uh yeah you don't want to get la la landed no no you don't no want I, to do I, that. I
2: think no no we don't we don't want to, we don't want no i mean in terms of um okay no we're going to go to um we're going to go to announcer best announcer okay. award nominees Lionel Howard Scott Hensley Jonathan Feltner, Jason Boyd, and Josh Wheeler. The runner up in this category was Scott Hensley and the winner, the most active retired announcer around, Jonathan Feltner. Jonathan,
1: congratulations.
3: And
2: he just dropped off the line. <laughs> All right, so let's go. to... See you. No, said... no. <laughs> I, I think we got him here.
4: Is that your congratulations, you Jonathan? That is me. Yes, sir. Sorry. I had to go out of my house. I had just the best service in the history of the world. You all know how it goes.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations, Jonathan. Um, you know, you're you're in a state that I guess most would describe as retired. But obviously, people think a lot of you thought of the a lot of the work that you did this year. Um, does it
4: surprise you that you won? Well, in all seriousness, yeah, it kind of does. Because, I mean, I remember us talking last year about this. And um, my son had just been born. And um, I was planning on taking some time off. And you all know just as well as I do, anytime you try to take time off, that's whenever the phone starts ringing. And, um, yes. it. It just uh it happens, you know you'll get called to do a show, and then one show will turn into two, two into three, and so on and so forth. so um I just got kind of back in the swing of things, and um yeah, I was actually very surprised that I got nominated to win i was I was looking for somebody else to get it, but the fact that with the little work that I was able to do this year that I was still thought of as being one of the best, and I mean, any anytime that you're recognized for any amount of work that you do, it's always an honor so it, it's it's good all around. I, I
1: think it's safe to say, and Larry might back me up on this, that when it comes to ring announcers nowadays um, in the state of Georgia, I think you are the name. I think, you know, certainly people know other people are around, but I think when people, just like, you know, when people think of wrestling manager, they, they're going to think Jeff G. Bailey. It's not that there aren't others, but he's sort of considered the 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 gold standard so i think it's safe to say and how many times has he won this award larry how many times has felt won? this is
2: jonathan's fourth year in a row I,
1: i mean it's safe to say that you're the gold standard and i you're a humble guy and i know that you would never say that about yourself in spite of the fact that you're in pro wrestling but like how do you feel about being that gold
4: standard that's quite an honor well, it really is an honor. I mean, like you, I, I try to keep an open mind, and I try to always uh, you know, keep a humble attitude. I mean, I, I know that <clears throat> it wouldn't be without people that have shown me the way. And even now, I mean, after I think, I think June of of twenty sixteen or twenty yeah twenty seventeen. I'm getting my years mixed up, but uh, I think twenty seventeen was my sixth year being involved in wrestling. And um, I still make mistakes. I still have off nights, but um, I'm just uh, Glad that my body of work can overcome the mistakes that I make and that people look at that more than the nights that I have an off night. So to be considered, like you said, a gold standard in the profession, it's it really it's pretty cool. I mean, to see where I've been able to come from and be able to keep that consistent amount of work, you know, weekend and week out. It's just a, it's pretty neat. It's, it's It's an honor, I have to say.
1: That's awesome. Well, Jonathan, congratulations. Fourth year in a row. Is there anything, any parting words you would like to have?
4: No, um, it's just uh, thank y'all. If, it, if everybody voted for me and thought enough of my work to put me here, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you,
1: Jonathan. And congratulations, our 2017 announcer
4: of the year. Y'all have a good night. See you later. You, you as too, well. man. Take care.
2: Bye. And I, I know right we, said this last, Move. Yeah. we said this last week, we said it many times, but it bears repeating one more time. This is a peer award. It's not a fan vote. Only people within the wrestling industry, industry are allowed to vote. So it is a recognition from the peers on the Georgia wrestling scene to the other peers, to their peers. Um, best referee. Oh. The nominees were Chris Wiggins, David Weekly, D. Byers, Tristan Michaels and Daryl Hall. The runner-up in this category, Tristan Michaels. And the winner, Mr. Daryl Hall.
0: <laughs> Daryl Hall! <laughs> Hall! Congratulations! Yes,
3: yes, yes, Thank you, thank you. <laughs> the emaciated am member
1: of Team All-You-Can-Eat pulls it I was out. I was in training. <laughs> Daryl I you know I've I I gotta say I'm as excited for this win as I am for any of the categories I'm I'm really happy for you um obviously you you rest you you refereed for just about everybody and you were kind of the go-to guy that guys wanted to rest their matches I mean there really is no higher compliment than the guys insisting that you're their referee. That's how much you're interested. I mean, do you feel like something different happened this year than last year for you? I don't I'm just trying to learn and do better, and I think just
3: improved in, in the, I guess, what I do, and just paying more attention to matches, trying to be in the right place, trying to be out of the way, and just let the wrestlers do what they have to do and just help. Help the match go well and help them tell the right story. <laughs>
1: um, what? Why? Why is your stupid ass a referee? Like, what possessed you to <laughs> walk in? I mean, you're a fan. You're one of Team All You Can Eat, and then one day you just kind of walked up to me during a training and just went, like, "All right, I want to be a referee. Will you train me to be a rep? Like, what possessed you to make that step? Because you're an old ass man. I mean, you're old. Oh. Uh, well, will like predator like, managing
3: and booking. Uh, yeah. Drew moved to Athens. Corey's schedule changed, so I would go to the shows, and Matt's backstage, and I'm sitting there by myself. And I wanted to be a part of the show, and wanted oh. to do something to help out. Uh, too old to wrestle, but I thought, well, like, wait a minute, I could referee. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that, and. Talked to you about training, came up and trained, and been doing it ever since. uh, February will be three years. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Daryl, how Mm
2: -hmm. many shows did you work in 2017?
5: Oh,
3: God. Um, I don't know. I work typically every Friday night, every Saturday night, and some Sundays. So three, four shows a week sometimes. (laughs) Wow! So you're looking on, at you're looking at like one
1: hundred twenty five to one hundred fifty shows at le- wow, that's fen- that's yeah. like that's like the number of shows that Feltner did to the power of the number of shows that <laughs> Hensley did <laughs> times ten. So incredible! I mean, you're you're working more than b- almost all of the boys. Think about that! Wow!
3: I never quite thought put in that, in that looked at it in that way. It's quite a bit, but I've, I've loved every minute of it. Uh, well, it. It's an honor that they think of me enough that, you know, they would vote for me and, you know, want me to ref their matches. I just try to do a great job and I have fun doing it. And, and I'm ultimately a fan, so I have the best seat in the house, you know, right near the ring with everybody.
1: Well, Daryl, congratulations. It's very much deserved. I'm sure, you're, uh, I'm sure your phone is going to be ringing more off the hook, if that's even possible. <laughs> Um, Any last things you want to say before you go? No, I just appreciate everybody's support and look
3: forward to doing even more and doing some great things in 2018.
1: Tremendous. Congratulations to our 2017 Referee of the Year, Daryl Hall. All right. Appreciate it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: great. That's great.
0: Yeah.
2: We are going to, based on the switchboard here, we're going to jump a little out of order here. Uh Uh-oh. And go to the best technical.
3: Oh, please.
2: Yeah. We're going to go to best technical. Um, Nominees were... Let's find this here. Yeah. Nominees, Anthony Henry, Chip Day... Kyle Matthews, Corey Hollis, Gladiator Jeremiah, and as we said before, what a group they What a is. group. What a group. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. dude. Um this year's runner up was Gladiator Jeremiah. And this year's winner for the umpteenth year, Kyle Matthews.
1: Kyle <laughs> What's happening? Congratulations, man! Holy moly!
6: Yeah, crazy.
1: Kyle, Kyle, when you started winning this award to now, think about the transition through. It's really amazing. Of course, everybody knows the story about Ted Allen who trained you, and then you kind of wrestled in his honor, and you've done him so proud. And then you're married. Then you got kids, and you still keep winning the technical award. Um, if Jonathan Feltner is the gold standard, then you are the platinum standard, if you will, for the technical award. Um, Kyle, wh- why do you think you keep winning this award beyond the obvious that you're a great technical wrestler? But if you look at that list of the five guys, I mean, that's, you, you've wrestled all of those guys. I mean, is it, is it surprising to you that you still continue to win the award? Yeah,
7: it's surprising every year, but I think the the main thing is uh at this point I I kind of get good matches every show. Like I'm like yeah. the guy like hey, you're supposed to have the good match with this guy every every show. So I that's my goal is to have the best match on the show. So I I think I get put in good positions to have good matches on all the show. So I think that definitely helps the situation.
1: Uh, Kyle, you know off uh, don't get to how to don't really get to show their technical prowess off as much. But in your case, I think, I don't know.
7: Hello. Hello. We,
2: we, uh, Hello. are you still there, Kyle? I'm still here. Yeah, we lost Steve. I'm going to have to get him, get him back on. So I'm not oh, sure okay. exactly sure where, where he was going with that question, <laughs> but I was just looking yeah. here and, uh, this is, um, You've won this award every year since 2009, save one year in 2015, when uh, you lost to Jimmy Rave, you know, nothing to be ashamed yeah. of.
7: No, no, I no. I mean, that's, that's
2: one hell of a
7: record. Yeah, I, I think maybe me and Jeff Bailey are the, uh, the ones that have the most, probably. So it's pretty crazy. So, uh, yeah, but yeah. every year it's awesome yeah. to win. With your, your peers voting for you, that's like the highest honor you can get. So it's pretty awesome.
2: Uh I think I got Steve back. Let's see what he was gonna ask you here okay.
1: in a um what, what back, I was gonna ask, yeah, what I was gonna ask Kyle is um you know since you've been working heel and face and uh, like have you changed up your game? What's different now than say, the first year that you won the award? Have you added any wrinkles or have you gotten more consistent what what has changed over the
4: years for you?
7: yeah, I think uh. I think I'm a little more, I think consistency is a big part, but I think I'm a little more, let my personality come out a little bit more
4: over the years. Mm. Like
7: before I was this kind of like robotic technical guy, but now I I throw a little comedy in every once in a while and just try to be, try to stray away from the technical a little bit, but still keeping it a major part of my arsenal.
1: Well, uh, Kyle, you know, you won in what I would consider the strongest field of nominees in recent memory for any category and uh, it's very much deserved and you know everybody says what a nice guy you are but i think more than that i think like again you're just such a credit to georgia wrestling and wrestling in general and it's wonderful to see that your peers acknowledge that year after year um do you have any last things you'd like to say
7: no just uh keep coming out to independent wrestling i think it's on a huge upswing and uh Just keep coming out, and I appreciate everybody voting for me. And uh, you guys have a good night.
1: Awesome. Congratulations, Kyle. Thank you.
2: Steve, we're going to go now to uh, the uh, new category we added this year, which probably should have been there for a while, but we got it now. Rookie of the Year Award. Oh, boy. Nominees in this category, Sean Legacy, AC Mack, I Cross, Austin Theory and Andrew Duckworth. The runner-up was Austin Theory. The winner. Bit of a shock there. Andrew, Andrew Duckworth.
1: Andrew. Andrew, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Andrew, in a year in a year where I would say if if there were odds laid on. I think everybody would have thought, or most people would have bet on Austin theory winning, but you had done great work all year long and in very high profile angles. What do you think put you over the top as far as your peers voting for you for rookie of the year? What do you think puts you over the top?
8: Uh, to be honest, man, uh, I think it was the decision to, uh, I, you know, to, to get better. Um, I ended up, Contacting QT Marshall and joining the One Fall Power Factory School, and I've attended every super camp they've had, and just really been focusing on training and just getting better. To hang out with these guys, man. I mean, like you said, the nominees. It's been a fantastic year with these guys. I've been in the ring with a lot of them, and got to keep up. So (laughs) that's what I decided to do: is just to stay in the ring as much as possible.
2: Well, Andrew, Andrew, you got into the best the best shape of your career in the last few months. And then I got to ask you, how, how's the knee coming along? What, what's the story there with your knee injury?
8: Well, originally I thought it was a uh, torn meniscus, um, which luckily turned out not to be the case. Uh, just good old fashioned wear and tear, man. The doctor told me to stay off of it. I should be back before February.
2: Oh, cool. They said just,
8: yeah, just a little bit of uh, you know recovery here and there, and just as long as I'm sticking to the physical therapy, I should be back before February.
1: Great, and as you know, getting
8: in the right shape and stuff like that. Again, one fall power factory man with the nutritionist and everything there. Just
1: yeah, you know, d- told. You know, Andrew, um, a lot of the people who have, not necessarily because we haven't had the category before, but a lot of the guys who everybody sort of acknowledged as rookie of the year or the guys that had a great first year. A lot of them went on to be phenomenal pros. A few of them kind of hit a sophomore jinx, and we never really heard from them again. What What do you plan to do to make sure that you're around and continue to make an impact in the upcoming years?
8: I'm gonna do my best to make sure that, uh, like I said, I don't keep honing my craft, sharpening those tools. But uh, I think as long as I keep my name out there and uh, keep putting on great matches and staying with, uh, trying to keep up with the great guys on this
1: Georgia wrestling scene, I think I'll be all right. Awesome. Andrew, I you know, I love I love the categories where we have a surprise winner, but only when it's a deserved winner, and you most certainly are that. Um congratulations. Is there any last words you'd like to have?
9: Uh
8: besides, you know, uh, I'm blown away right now, man. Just a uh, big thanks to uh, NCW and George Premier to you know, they really gave me the platform to shine on this year. Um And anybody that's been involved in my career and helped me along the way, I ain't going to name names because you'll definitely miss somebody. But uh, I definitely plan on being back next year, man, and tearing this thing up
1: again. Awesome. Congratulations to our 2017 Rookie of the Year, Andrew Duckworth. Awesome. Moving
2: on. Best Female Performer of the Year. Nominees Roxy, Crystal Rose, Brooklyn Creed, Kiara Hogan, and Priscilla Kelly. The runner up in this category was Priscilla Kelly. The winner for the second year in the row, The Girl on Fire, Kiara Hogan.
0: Ah, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: Here I got to admit, I'm a little surprised you won only because it, it seemed like it's I call it like the Washington bullet syndrome, where it seemed like your work had sort of gotten to different states that almost you almost couldn't be considered a quote unquote Georgia wrestler anymore, because so many great things happened for you in the last year. Um, what what would you consider the highlights? You won the you won the award last year. This year, I think we had the strongest field of five as far as all the women up and down the line. All had great matches. All were very prominently kind of major Georgia promotions. What were the highlights for you this year?
10: Well, one, at the beginning of the year, I won the WSU Spirit title. It was my first independent wrestling title. Uh, I've been the champion since February. February. And I'm going into the new year as a champion. But, of course, Impact. I got signed with Impact Wrestling. So, that is definitely the highest of the whole year.
1: Do you mind just giving us a quick rundown? How did that come about? Um, Who contacted you? All that good stuff. How did Kiara Hogan, the girl on fire, get on Impact?
10: Well, I was doing Shine. I actually did Shine Wrestling um, at the beginning. Well, I think it was about summertime, somewhere around that time, I did Shine Wrestling. And Jeremy Borash and Gail Kim were scouting for Knockouts Knockdown. Uh, I didn't get picked to do Knockouts Knockdown, but they again scouted Shine for more girls to add to the roster, and they were scouting at Shine, and they just happened to see me. It was actually the night that I hurt my shoulder, which was funny because they were asking me. Jeremy Borash messaged me the next day and asked, was I okay? You know, how was I doing? I told him I was good, and he was like, you know, if you – are doing the Mae Young Classic, then I want you to go ahead and, and take this opportunity. But if not, I want to send your stuff in to get looked at by Scott Demore, who eventually contacted me and said, um, hey, we want to offer you a contract. And I was like, this is a joke, right? This is not right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not really... And he literally called me. I missed his call, and he was like, uh, you know, call me back. And I called him immediately back, and he was on a plane to Canada and then I called him, uh, he called me back when he got to Canada and was like, yeah, we want to offer you a contract. And I was like, oh, my God. And I immediately started crying. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: man. <laughs> oh, you know, Kira. I think um, a lot of people who don't really know the deal would think that this is kind of an overnight success thing. But that's not the case at all, right? Like, you, you've really paid the dues. You've really kind of helped put Georgia wrestling back on the map. Of course, your matches with and against uh, Priscilla Kelly. I mean, you've done everything there is to do and you're still really young. What's up for you for this upcoming year? What are your plans?
10: Well, I'm hoping to debut for impact. That is the first and most important thing. Cause I've been getting so many questions from fans and coworkers and peers asking me like when I'm going to debut. And I'll just, I would never know, so hopefully, you know, uh, at the beginning of this year, I'm going to be able to um, debut, but, you know, I just want to be able to own my craft and learn more and be able to go to different places. I really want to go overseas. I really want to go to the UK. I really want to go to Japan. Um, I'm going to New York to wrestle for the first time this year with Shine, which is amazing, but I'm just really hoping to be able to go to these different places and just show who I am and what I stand for. And, you know, just being me, the girl on fire.
1: Well, Kiara, you two-time winner, very much deserved. Even bigger things are ahead. Everybody knows it and you deserve it. Are there any last things you'd like to say?
10: I just want to say thank you to everybody because in the past i I'm only, I'll be wrestling three years in April So I haven't even hit my third year of wrestling yet, and I feel like I've accomplished a lot in the two and almost three years that I've been wrestling and four years in the business. I just feel like I've accomplished so much, but I feel like there's nothing but room to grow at this point. So I'm just ready to see myself grow as a competitor and as an athlete and, of course, as a person. But I'm just looking forward to the new year, and all I can say is thank you to the fans and everybody that's voted for me and supported me along this journey. So thank you so much.
1: Awesome! Congratulations again to our 2017 Woman of the Year in Georgia wrestling, Kiara Hogan.
0: Thank you. Take
1: care. Yes. You know, Larry, I gotta say this about Kiara Hogan too. She is fucking articulate as shit. Like you can just see the confidence kind of beaming off of her from last year to this year. Just oh to, yeah just the smoothness and the delivery and just the confidence and all that great stuff. Um, you know, just great things ahead for Kiara Hogan.
2: Next up, another great group of nominees, most improved wrestler.
0: The oh nominees, boy. Uh,
2: were Chris Maine, Owen Knight, Logan Creed, Petchy Mikuji, uh, and Adrian Armour. Runner-up in this category, Tetchi Makuji. And the winner in this category, uh, actually by a rather large margin, was Logan Creed.
1: Hell yeah, Logan Creed, congratulations.
5: <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. <laughs>
1: uh, Logan, you had a fucking great 2017. My God. I mean, just personally, professionally... Um, you see, I think it's safe to say you worked almost every major show in the state. I think you had the best matches with the best guys. Um, you're the guy that went from somebody who was kind of seen, I think a few years ago as a guy who just kind of wrestled for one or two promotions to the guy that everybody wanted on their show. Um, while you are the winner for most improved in reality, You've been good for a long damn time. Why do you think um, your peers voted for you for most improved this year?
5: I think, I think it's exactly what you just said. I uh, I'm out there. You know, I put I finally took that step and and put myself out there. And it was one of those things that I've been told by guys that are older than me for years that I had to quit being so nice and and actually stand up for myself in the business. Um, and I, once I started doing that, I saw the difference. I saw the difference in the quality of matches I was getting and and the bookings that I was getting, and it's just it's getting better and better and and what's fun is that as quickly as it took off just in Georgia, it's starting to now stretch out to other states. So I'm really excited about the new year and the and the opportunities that are coming.
1: You know, you've you've had like you're kind of I I Larry, how did I describe Logan Creed? Last show um, where I just went, you know, he might not be the guy that you sort of build your, you're, he's not the guy that you put like on the top of your marquee necessarily, but you're the guy that's absolutely invaluable in every promotion that you wrestle for. That basically the promotion is being built on you foundationally. And It's an amazing, I remember, I have a quick Logan Creed story. So, you know, when we were going to do that last, quote unquote, last Anarchy show, and so there was a War Games, and Logan Creed was in it, and, you know, he was the Jeff was like, well, I hope that guy doesn't fuck it up. Like, with Logan Creed, because he didn't really know him. He's like, I hope that guy doesn't fuck it up, and I hope, you know, it's whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And then Logan Creed does the best blade job. If you want to impress Jeff G. Bailey, that's an easy way to do it, right? And so, you know, Logan Creed's bleeding all over the place, and then Jeff was just like, you know what? I like that. Guy. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just like, well, yeah, and he can wrestle too, and he's, you know, yeah, all that other good shit too, right, Jeff? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, all that other shit too, but I mean, that is a man's high blade job. <laughs> I, I, I think, but that was just Jeff getting to see. It's really, I think, your attitude, Logan. I, I mean, you know. Good things seem to be happening in your life personally. And uh, again, just so deserved. Larry, what do you have to say about Logan Creed? Uh,
2: One of my favorite guys to watch. Absolutely. I mean, he's made a believer out of me over and over and again. He had some of the best matches this year with uh, Gunnar Miller. What can you say? Um, Great stuff all the way around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Logan, do you have any last words you'd like to say?
5: Yeah, it's, it's fun that, uh you know, most improved. You, you talk about it, you know, in the wrestling standpoint. But this, this was a crazy year for me in Brooklyn. Uh, we were homeless from August till the week before Christmas. Uh, a lot of people didn't know that. Um, so mm. you talk about improving. Um, you know, we improved not only in wrestling, but, you know, in life. And during that time, that's really when a lot of things started clicking for me in the business because it was all I had, you know, all we had was our, was our bookings every weekend and our, and our friends in the business. And, you know, sometimes it takes things like that to really, you know, push you to that next level um, in yourself. You know, you either, you either quit or you get better. So, but no, it was, it's a great year. And, you know, I'm excited about what's coming in 2018, you know, Andrew Dutworth, I got to mark out for him. uh, He's awesome. He's, he's mad from the moment I met him. NCW is one of the best locker rooms in the state. I mean that like those guys are young, they're hungry. They've got new ideas. They, they could teach a lot of the older guys stuff if they would sit and listen. Um, Now, some of it, yeah, of course it's kind of out there, but they're hungry. They're hungry for wrestling and getting to work at NCW this year it was one of the best experiences just because it was the first time that I kind of got to be the older guy, the guy yeah. that everybody was looking to, to say, you know, Hey, what do you think? And at the mm-hmm. same time they didn't realize, that they were, they were teaching me. Um, and it, it was a lot of fun. I love that place. I love Rick Michaels. He's, you know, guy, he's one of my favorite people, but he's doing really great things with the NCW and with anarchy as well. But it's, uh, I really think that's one of my favorite locker rooms in the state right now is NCW. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the to them this year. Uh, I think it's just going to get even better this year all over the state. There's you know there's a lot of big things happening. So I'll see you guys down the line, Larry. I'm gonna right see
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Logan. Our 2017 most improved and so deserved. And I'm glad everything's going great for you in Brooklyn and everything else.
0: Congratulations.
11: Thanks, nice. Awesome. Thanks, nice.
2: Going now to Best Male Performer Award. Nominees, Sugar Dunkerton, Drew Blood, Billy Buck, Sal Renaro, who's won it the last two years, and Chip Day. And in this category, let's go to the, yes, runner-up. Very close one here, close close three ways. The runner-up was Drew Blood, and the winner, Sugar Dunkerton.
1: Sugar D, congratulations. <laughs> uh, hold, hold on,
12: hold on, can we curse?
1: Yes. No
12: fucking yes. way! Oh my god! Like <laughs> Larry, Larry fucking Goodman, why didn't you invite me on here? Oh my god! Like I didn't. Okay. All right. For context, anybody that's I'm sorry, I'm sorry. For context, anybody that's listening, Larry Goodman just said my 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 presence was requested. He didn't tell me anything about what it was for. He ain't me what oh she <laughs> he ain't me. I, I thought
0: I was coming on to
12: give thoughts or like just to shoot the breeze or whatever it is. And I'm in the queue and they talk about male performer and shit. And I'm like, No,
0: no, 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 <laughs> 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 all, right, all right. Nice. All right, okay. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know
1: I, I gotta say this about the, the male performer award. When I hear I mean nowadays when you hear male performance, all you think about is dick pills and I think <laughs> sugar <tundra did. laughs> <One more answer. laughs> Um, you know, this is a category that I had mixed feelings about at one point because it seemed like guys were winning them who really were not what the award was intended for um, <clears throat> crew Jones. Right. Like, but then it, you know, guys like Simon Sermon started winning guys like Sal Renaro. So now I think clearly you're in a class with those guys, guys that go out there and enter fucking pain. And I know recently you you've made the decision to kind of forego a quote unquote shoot job in favor of really giving this wrestling thing a go as far as a lifestyle and as far as a living goes. What does it mean yeah. to you to win this award that you didn't even know that you fucking won, bro? <laughs> like,
0: uh... <laughs> I'm
12: like, okay, for those who have no context of what's going on. I went from, like, a dude who could barely get a book in in freaking anarchy and all I ever wanted. Like, for those who don't know, and I know he's listening, and he, like, I don't know if he's listening or not. I'm sure it'll get back to him. But um, I used to turn into Channel 21 all the time after SmackDown went off. And then, you know, at 8 o'clock, SmackDown would come on. SmackDown would go off. 10 o'clock, um, Impact would come on back when they were on the Nashville Fairgrounds. And then after that, Wild Side. Caprice Coleman was the greatest wrestler that never had a major deal until Ring of Honor. And I always wondered why he never did because he was awesome in the ring and he cut the most killer promos anybody would ever want to hear. And all I knew is that I wanted to be the Wild Side television champion because I wanted to be, at one point, all I ever wanted was to be Caprice Coleman. And, um, I I worked and busted and got told I sucked and like, you know, this and people just weren't feeling me and they weren't understanding me and all this other stuff like that. And I felt like every time I got close, there were reasons why people didn't want me to have it or they felt I wasn't good enough for it or this and that. So I felt like I was like a pariah in my own, um, I had to run off to Philadelphia and Chicago and South Carolina and um I'm sorry if
0: I'm getting emotional it's just
12: I never thought I'd be in a position where um my own state would show me love like that and like yeah. um you know Sour like I think the world of him I, I wonder why he was never bigger than what he is and I think about the people who had this before and um this is like surreal as hell to me man and um to answer your question without getting all, like, teary-eyed and stuff. It's the biggest risk that I ever took. and um, But I knew I had to make it because um, I started getting really, really close, and a lot of cool things started happening. And it was just one of those cases where it's like either you got to make the choice of you can keep doing ordinary stuff, or if you really want to start getting into the extraordinary, you're going to have to make a sacrifice somewhere. So um, I bet on myself. And – it's been the happiest two months of my life so far. And yeah, you know, I have my days. Yeah. I have my days where it's like I wonder how it's gonna come together or you know, how these bills gonna get paid <laughs> and all this other stuff, but um <laughs> always find always find a way. And you know, you just hustle and it it, it it makes you wanna hustle harder and um I got caught in a snowstorm just recently, you know, in Indiana and I was supposed to be on the way back home. But I'll tell you what, I'd rather be in a million snowstorms than sitting at a desk doing something that I know I wasn't meant to do. And um, yeah. this is just, wow. Like, this is just gratifying, man. Like, real like real talk. I hate
0: oh, you, Larry Goodman. Oh, my God, why didn't you tell me? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Sugar, um, you know, real quick, like, You've been, you've always been a guy who entertained and you know, like in, in Atlanta theater, there was a thing where when people in Atlanta theater would kind of go somewhere else, right. They, 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 yeah. they, they do New York. And then all of a sudden they met more in Atlanta. Like, do sure. you feel like, cause you mentioned that before, like, you know, you kind of went away and then you came back. Like, do you think that that's the reason that people have recognized you as best male performer? Or well, do you think maybe um, you've been in more prominent things? What what do you attribute it to?
12: Um, I've definitely just got to point out to the fact that I, I had to show them.
1: You know, and I tell people that all the time. Like, There's yeah. people
12: going through what I'm going through now, uh, that were going through what I was going through before, where it's just, you know, they don't get it. And, like, here's my thing. I love Georgia to death. I love Georgia to death. When I tell people about starting off in wrestling and learning, Georgia is one of the best places you can cut your teeth in, and I, I recommend it to anybody because, if you can do Georgia scene, you can do anywhere because, you know, they teach strong basics, all that other stuff like that. So it's like, you know, crowd connection. That's stuff that a lot of people miss in other places that I go. And I I, I, I sell in those other places because I, I work on my connection. I do a lot of Southern stuff, you know, that people overlook. But the thing that I wish – Georgia's getting there, but I hope it yeah. gets there faster in terms of, like, just being progressive about mentality. And there's a lot of really good talent where they just don't understand the mentality of the talent, so they don't use them. And it's one of those cases where it's like we got to open up to different things. You know, I remember when it was, like, taboo to book Simon Sermon, but if he got booked anywhere else, you know, he'd be, like, the norm. You know, and it's like um, I I just think it became one of those cases where, sometimes if they don't understand it, you have to go out there and get the love elsewhere for them to see, oh, well, they're stocking you. Now, like, okay, I see where your worth is now and whatnot. And, you know, sometimes yeah. I have I have moments where it's like, damn, did I really have to do all that? But at the same time, I think it made me a better performer. And, um, you know, I'm glad I came back. I, I wasn't bitter about it, but I'm glad I could come back and I could lend something to my scene now. Like I went through WWA4 yesterday And it was nice to be able to walk through and people ask me questions and um, people want to know or they want advice on their gimmick or promos and all that other stuff like that because they want to make it. And a lot of the times, especially for my ones that are a little stranger out there, they just need to see that you can make it, but sometimes you're going to have to go a little further than the average person. Like, you get really tested to see how bad you want it. And um, sometimes I'm – well, I'm not going to say sometimes. I'm 100% grateful that it happened the way that it happened. Because um, I'm it, it made me non-complacent. I, I do the drives. I go where I need to go. Um, I tr- I try to figure things out instead of make excuses. And some people get complacent and they're like, okay, I'm the man in my state. I'm gonna leave it at that. But like you know, I I want to be able to carry that everywhere. And that's the best advice I could give to anybody. Um, in any state, if they're not feeling you or they're not giving you the look. They used to do it in the Territory Days all the time. It's time to find a new Territory until they feel It's they time need to, to do go. That's it.
1: right. It, you got to yeah. make it happen for yourself. you got to make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you clearly have uh, Sugar Dunkerton, 2017 Male Performer of the Year. <laughs> do you have any last words you would like to say? I love saying anything that sounds like a dick, pal. <laughs> love it. Uh, any last um, words, Sugar
12: uh oh um, sugar bro at gmail.com i need these bookings man cuz
0: um, i got to okay so so,
12: yeah, so uh, I, like hit me up um, uh sugar duck said me, slash sugar i got uh, like fire merchandise over there and uh the last thing i just want to leave everybody off with is um we live in a time of wrestling where we have more choices and options than ever and we're at a point where sometimes people still get into that debate about this is what wrestling should be and shouldn't be. Everything is professional wrestling in context. So, like, everything and anything can work. So just do what works for you. Do what makes you happy. Because, unfortunately, some people forgot how to be happy and remember that this is supposed to make people feel good. And that's all I give a damn about at the end of the day is just – getting out there and making people feel something when it's all said and done. So stop worrying about what's yeah, wrong about wrestling and just worry about if it feels right. And I think you guys, I'm, I'm so very humbled. Like I'm. Yeah, man.
1: Congratulations, you. sugar.
12: back. <laughs> <Hey. laughs>
1: oh, Larry, I got to say something at this point. I mean, after after hearing from Logan Creed and Sugar Dunkerton, I'm just going to say this. You know, a a couple of years ago, maybe a few years ago, there was this sort of notion that the Georgia Wrestling History Awards didn't matter or that, you know, well, you know, fan vote would be just as good. Nobody can tell me that there's another wrestling award show in Georgia that gets that kind of genuine response or the response of like a chip day winning wrestler of the year last year. And it's because it's your peers. It's because you and Brian do a great job of maintaining the integrity of the awards. Does that mean everybody who wins is absolutely the person who deserved it? That's always up for debate. But what can't be denied is that being, getting that award earned it and you're meant to have it. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because it is, it is awesome. People's reactions to winning um, are very gratifying. And I think you should feel good about that. I think Brian should. I think we should in general in Georgia wrestling. Well, you know, thank, thank
2: you for saying that. I appreciate that. I'm sure Brian does too. And, you know, moving to some other folks who really deserved it and earned it, uh, Best Tag team or Stable Award. Oh, boy. Nominees. J.P. J.B. Enterprises, consisting of Joseph Brock III, Drew Blood, Brian Kane, Tetchy Mikuji, The Approved, Adrian Hawkins and Bobby Moore, Lynch Mob, Joey and Matt Lynch, Team Tag, Kevin Blue, Billy Buck, Chris Spectra, The Hierarchy, A Cast of Thousands, Led by Murder One, uh, and Beautiful Bald Besties uh two time winners, maybe I said make that three time winners, I could be could one or the other, Michael Stevens and Zach Edwards. With all that said, this year's runner up was the hierarchy. Murder one, Adrian oh. Armour, Iceberg, Martin Stone, Jimmy Rave, Joe Black and Arya Black Blake, excuse me, and this year's winner, Joey and Matt, the Lynch Mob.
13: The Lynch Mob. Congratulations. Thank you. Awesome, we are psyched about this, man. This is so awesome
1: you know i I thought it was gonna it was gonna be a two horse race between you guys and the hierarchy, but I oh, thought my- you guys might have an edge because you were doing great stuff on the most important shows, and mm-hmm. um my God. I mean honestly you guys could have probably won most improved as well, even though you guys have been around and been doing your thing at a high level. But this year seemed to be a year that you got a lot more attention and a lot more eyeballs looking at you and you guys kinda of rose to the challenge. What do you attribute that to? Really really going out and, and stealing the show when you're on it? I think mainly people just giving us a chance to get out there and do what we you know, do what
13: we do. I mean, uh, everybody seeing the eyes on Joey the pass the scenic city has really gave us a boost, yeah. and then me jumping in there and you know kind of getting the rub from Joey, and then us just working together. I mean, it's it's a hell of a, it's just a hell of a team that you know. I mean, we've been doing this for for 15 years almost, and yeah. me and him as brothers, we we just feed off each other, and you know, it's just a uh, it's humbling, man. We're excited about it.
1: You know, this is another category that I thought was incredibly competitive. I mean, it's, you know, in yet another year where, I mean, any one of those five groups, they're all groups I've heard of. And then there's other ones that I've heard of that just as well could have been the nominees. Who who are your favorite tag teams or groups to kind of work against? Uh, One of
5: my favorites off the top of my
13: head is, uh, the Washington Bullets, man. We got to work right. with them for years, and we finally got to a few months back, and man, it. We had a blast with them guys. Yeah, and then uh, we worked the uh, what is it the uh, they were the rave approved, and we done mm-hmm. we, had, we ran a program with them for a couple. Uh, couple yeah. Southern Pride, we Anarchy. done a couple of spots with them at Southern Pride, and then we went to Anarchy, and man, we tore it up with them in Anarchy. So, man,
1: that's pretty it's thick awesome. out there. <laughs> You know, it's like, um, you know, Kyle Matthews, who won for technical, said, like, once you reach a certain status, then you end up getting, being given, which helps a lot. Um, who's a who's kind of an up-and-coming guy that we should keep our eye on, that maybe you got to work with or got to see a lot this year?
3: Hmm. Well, I,
13: not a lot of people give him credit, but I tell you, man, Chris Kronk is... He's probably yeah. one of the guys on the rise right now. Him and I probably Jaden Newman. Guys from up here in Chattanooga. I mean those guys are hitting the roads. They're you know, they're learning, they're getting backstage and they're getting there early, they're asking questions and I mean I I'm proud of where they're at right now and you know, the past few years. Nobody's really given them a chance and, and they're finally getting out, say they're doing A W E uh, just I know that I think that they're getting uh, a chance at the uh, scenic city rumble this year, which is pretty cool. So, uh, man, those guys, those are somebody to be watching for, for sure. Just a chance to get the opportunity to show what they can do. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, there was a time where tag team wrestling, it seemed like it was mostly guys who were sort of like cobbled together into a team by circumstance, more than actual tag teams. I think that, era is done and we're in an era where there are so many legitimate stables and tag teams right now. Um, and you guys are 2017 best tag team or stable. Um, do you have any last words you guys would each like to say?
13: Um,
1: uh, I mean, I just want to
13: thank all of our peers for voting for us. Cause I mean, that's, yeah, that's really, that's really the humbling experience about this and just, I mean, for the years that we've been in the business and met so many cool people. I mean, you got Tank and Ace Rockwell and Dan Wilson. I mean these guys are guys that have rubbed off on us and, and taught us the way of just going to the shows and we sit in the back and we just listen, keep our mouths shut and you know, now it's it's to the point we've got people coming up to us and, and asking us questions and I mean you know, we, we do we do the best we can and we work our asses off and I mean we just want to show everybody what we can do, and we out here doing it, man. If yeah. We
0: thought
13: 2017 was good. Just just wait till 2018 because yeah. We gonna be some busy boys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Well, congratulations to the 2017 best tag team or stable. I mean, Larry, you're you're a fan of them, are you not?
2: Huge, huge. Couldn't make me happier yeah. to, to see these guys win. It's so well
13: learned. Thank you, Larry. Congratulations, Congratulations, guys. Thanks, brother. Y'all have a good one.
1: Uh, Larry, real quick, I would like to say something. And this is a guy who could have actually been nominated for most improved and male performer. I just want to throw it out there because I think sometimes – guys do get sort of short-shift or get overlooked, and I just wanted to point this guy out. So, Dragon... Zombie Dragon, the former Curry kid, the former, you know, TMZ, um, like, the stuff... I don't know if I watched anybody's stuff in Georgia wrestling more like all the clips, the clips of him killing that guy in the ring, the clips of him firing the fire, the the great freaking visuals of him, blood all over him. I just I just wanted to point that out because the guys that think out of the box are invaluable and he's clearly a guy who just decided, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing and it's going to be different and I'm going to put it out there. And uh, I think he's, a, he's an asset to Georgia wrestling. So I just wanted to make sure his name got re- mentioned. He doesn't wrestle for any of the bigger promotions, which is why he was probably overlooked. But I just wanted to kind of put that out there.
2: Duly noted. Duly noted. Yes. yes Best sir. Booker
1: Award. Oh, boy. Nominees,
2: Jane Kitchens and Eric Milford for Viral Pro, Dan Wilson for Anarchy Wrestling, Todd Sexton for Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, Murder One for Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, and Rick Michaels for Peach State Wrestling Alliance. Uh, uh, Runner-up in this category was Rick Michaels, and we have co-winners. We have a dead tie between Todd Sexton and Dan the Dragon
1: Wilson. Congratulations, guys.
14: Hey! Well, thank you
1: very much.
14: (laughs) Thank you, sir.
9: Kissing (laughs) your sister, or brother in this case, but no, I I can't.
14: (laughs) (laughs) It's not the first time we've kissed, Dan, let's be honest here. (laughs) There's some wild side parties we talked about at the wild side reunion. K-fabe, man, (laughs) K-fabe.
1: You know, it's it's an amazing thing because Rick had won this award and seemed like he was becoming sort of like the gold standard lock in the thing. And the two of you, in spite of the fact that obviously you split a lot of votes, managed to outdo Rick Michaels, which is an accomplishment in and of itself. And, of course, all the history with, with Todd being in the spot where Dan is now and then Todd taking a promotion that was, let's be honest, kind of lightly regarded as far as the in-ring goes and kind of helping to reshape Southern Pride into a promotion to be respected. And Dan, of course, basically saving that promotion in that building. Uh, Both of you had fantastic 2017s. I'm going to ask you kind of a weird question. Dan, what's something that you admire about Todd? And Todd, what's something that you admire about Dan as far as being a booker goes?
9: Todd, he's got a good brain, and he's got, you know, his 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 eye for logic. He's always looking for logic, and I appreciate that. Um, You know, there's booking is not an easy job. It's not just putting matches together. It's thinking about, you know, telling a long term story. In some cases, producing an event or an episodic television show. So it's not just. As easy as some people think it is And uh, Todd's a guy has got proven success I mean he's won this award so many times They, they could very well name it after him um, So you know Yeah that, that's something I admire about Todd For damn sure
14: Well thank you Dan Although I think it was just once with Bill So, um, For Dan It was uh, I, I like the detail He puts in the main event angle uh, the, the out of the box In this day and age it's out of the box but you know back in the day it was very Memphis style booking that Dan does with some of the, like um the angles he's done and stuff that I, that I like just that you know you have this you have this blood feud here in the middle or in the middle of the top like Jacob and Cash for instance and the little things he does in that that you know sort of make it stick out versus instead of this usual okay these guys hates this guy
1: um well, thank you. I, you you know you guys I, I got to I got to ask and you can be as honest about this <laughs> as you want to be. Is there a sense of vindication in winning Booker of the Year this year? For all the for all the criticism that you might have heard from whomever, is there vindication in winning Booker of the Year? Danny go uh, first and I'll go. Okay. Yeah, for, for me,
9: absolutely. I mean, it, it's honestly I generally don't put a lot of stock in awards, you know, uh, but the Georgia wrestling history awards are voted on by peers. So, you know, that does put them a cut above the rest, but you know, the bottom line, they're not paying your bills. Um, They're nice accolades to have, but they're not, uh, they're not something that's going to necessarily do something for you uh, other than to to have a nice flag to put on the wall. Uh, But in this case, I just, like, I, I felt like this is something I've wanted to succeed at for a long time. I've booked yeah. several territories, you know, <laughs> several promotions over the years, uh, including my own. I've had some small runs of success, but nothing that I think would go down as memorable, you know, it, it, in the annals of history for that area, and uh, if I had to stop tomorrow, after what we've done from the resurrection of anarchy through the end of 2017 uh, with Christmas chaos, I, I would be very happy with that if that was, you know, the end of my run. And it's not, but um, it, if it was, that would be satisfying. And so to win this award based on that, it uh, really means the world. Uh, like I said, it, it's been, um, it been, this, this is the one I always wanted to nab.
14: Nice.
1: Todd, what about you?
14: Um, I forgot what the question was because Dan talked forever. Um, but now I remember. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yes, very much so. I mean, it, you know, I, I, you know, for the eighteenth time, I, I, contended on leaving the business and walking away, and then I get, offered the opportunity for Southern Fried, and it, you know, tickled my fancy, and then, and then see my booking regime and anarchy is always going to have the, the thing with Bill Barons. So people yeah. never really gave me the credit that Bill would get, even though it was fifty-fifty, you know, uh, all the time and stuff. So for me to do this on my own and going into a new territory, you know, and building it up and having guys like Drew Blood and Tetsu Mikuchi and Doctor Brock getting uh, who've been around for a while but not getting the notoriety that they uh, that they deserve, and then seeing you know other guys come up. Through what we're doing, and then uh, us getting, for instance, two shows nominated. I think we're the only promotion with two shows nominated for Show that's of the true. Year. That's true, absolutely. And and that's vindicating, especially when you consider that we weren't; a, those shows didn't bring in outside hotshot talent as far as big names, and it was all done mostly based on the stories we've done. So it's very, very vindicating uh, for me on a personal and professional level to be uh, to win this. That's
1: fantastic, guys uh, again, the co Booker of the year uh Dan and Todd. um do you guys have any last words?
9: Uh, just thanks again for for the honor and to all the peers that voted for us. you know uh, I certainly can't speak for Todd, but I appreciate it. It makes me feel like uh, all of the effort and the the pain in the ass 24-hour job that booking can be sometimes is actually appreciated by somebody. So that is really (laughs) nice. Uh, It's a great way to start 2018, and I wish you all the best. Fantastic Todd, please.
14: Yeah, I mean, like uh, Kelly said an hour or so ago, this is like uh, the what awards? The The SAG Awards. You know, for, you know, it's voted on our peers. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. I mean, uh, our peers appreciate what we do. And like, you know, Dan says, being a booker can be thankless. You know, you want to draw money. You want to have the best shows. But to know your peers see that and appreciate that, the guys in the business, the guys that you work with, is it really makes it special. So I want to thank you guys, you know, and thank all the uh, everybody who voted because I'm – very happy about this. So, and Kelly is thrilled too. So, uh, <laughs> nice. Our so, 2017
1: thanks. Bookers of the Year: Dan Wilson and Todd Sexton. All right.
2: Nice, nice. Next up, <laughs> Best Live Event 2017. Woohoo! Nominees, Anarchy's Fright Night, Southern Frides, Crossroads, Southern Frides, Shindig 4, Bulletproof Wrestling's Debut Event, AWE's Too Sweet, the 2017 Scenic City Invitational, and the Wild Side Reunion Show. Runner-up for this award, the 2017 Scenic City. Winner of the Wild Side Reunion Show. And here to accept that award, Mr. Rick Michaels.
1: Rick!
15: Wow, thank you. You know, I'm glad to be Booker of the Year for the third year in a row. Um,
1: <laughs> it, you know, I, I
15: just... It's hard being Booker of the... Wait, I didn't win Booker of the Year?
0: <laughs> Talk to <the What>? Larry.
15: <laughs> Wait a minute!
1: <laughs> Fucking wait minute. Fucking Russian king in there! What the did I win?
15: Wildside, <laughs> that company's been dead for years. Um, <laughs> no, uh, thank you very much. Um, the it's it's funny how the the Wildside show even uh, even happened. Um, this was actually discussed before I ever um started doing the anarchy again um it was a suggestion that was made of what to do to revive the the building and get more eyes yeah. on it and all of that and um uh you know we changed the date a couple of times and then um you know then I started running you know started running anarchy and I got with Bill, and I told Bill, I said, here's here's what I want. I said, I've got two requests. I said, one, I don't want it to go over three hours. And two, I want it run exactly like the ECW one-night stand. We'll advertise a couple of matches, but I want it just like that. And, you know, I would like to have a certain – a certain person to the show. <laughs> and um, so, uh, from my knowledge, everything was good to go on this certain person. And then about a week before the show, um, I get a text message from Bill, and he says, uh, he's no-selling my my messages. So I don't know. Hopefully, we'll get a video from him uh because WWE says no uh they won't let him do it and I was like all right well hopefully we'll get a video still nothing happened and so I just texted him and there you go and
2: well, well Rick, you, speaking um, of speaking of Bill he he has joined us for this award he is on the line now I believe
15: Whoa, Bill Barrons
11: do I have to share this
15: award do I have to share yeah, gonna, this award with Bill? I was
11: on my other phone for quite
15: a while. <laughs> Do I have to share this award with Bill, like Todd did Booker of the Year?
11: No, no. You, you
1: as the promoter, I just <laughs> <laughs> um, go, Bill. Know, the the Wildside Reunion Show. I think, under unlike all the other shows on the list, which are great shows, but. Wildside was about something more than just a wrestling show. It was, it was special. What, what for Bill and Rick, what was the most special thing for you personally about that Wildside reunion show not only happening but going off as incredibly well as it did?
15: Uh Bill, you're long-winded, so I'll go quick. Uh one, um working with Bill again, um Two, everybody, all the boys getting to get together again. uh, And three, being able to walk down that ramp again. Yeah. All right, go, Bill.
11: Uh, I I had honestly never thought uh, we'd do it because I was uh, too lazy to promote one. And um, then Rick wanted to do it, and not only did it, but the presentation was was remarkable. We had mm. a whole separate building, and we had Q&As, and we had signings, and, um, you know, very few people decided not to be there, but it was amazing how many people did decide to be there and how much fun everybody had. And, and look at some of the guys that came back. Jason Cross came back there for not being in the ring forever and delivered. Yeah. Laz came back and delivered. Adam Jacobs came back. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, even, even Rick and David Young had finishes, and David said he was not do anything. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, everybody wanted to have fun, and the people that ended up deciding not to come for whatever reason, some couldn't get there like Rain Man, bless his heart, but there right. were others that decided not to be there for stupid reasons, and it was their loss. And that's the best thing to say is anybody who
1: wasn't there, it was their loss. <sighs> <laughs> um, Bill and Rick, you have both been part of a lot of big shows, a lot of special shows. Um, what what was there a particular was there something particular about the Wildside reunion that meant a lot to you personally? Like somebody that you got to see, or something that you got to make happen as part of that whole incredible weekend?
15: Uh, for me. Uh, it was, uh, it was working with all the guys again. Um, uh, it, it was vindication for me, uh, that all fences had been mended. And, uh, and like I said, uh, Alan being there was the icing on the cake, um, but working with Bill again and Steve Martin, uh, that was the highlight for me. Phil? Um,
11: a, a lot of memory. One of my favorite memories, and it's stupid, but it's illustrative of the entire evening, is AJ's in the ring and Trent is taking his Um So, but, you know, that was what the evening <laughs> was. It was that kind of night that, you know, would with these guys in the middle of the ring taking a selfie with, you know, in the middle of AJ giving his heart-wrenching speech. You know, his tanks right behind him going, you I don't know. So, it was good as that <laughs> kind of night. And, and, but honestly, the top when Allen came out, which we, we we worked, and I thought we did a good job with it, where we were disappointing them, and all of a sudden we worked was great way to a great night. So Right. And, and nothing was bad on the show. Even the rumble that could have been bad, wasn't it? It all was entertaining top to bottom. And New Jack got the bus, so that's always
15: good. And I I, I just want to say, because this is the, you know, I've done it to, to talent, and I've done it to anybody that has listened, but this is the first time I've been able to say this on a real big public forum like this. But that show, hands down, 100%, was due to the hard work of the entire crew, the staff of the Landmark Arena. Um, Rodney, Lulu, could not have done it without those two. Um, <clears throat> Nigel, Shane, Clint Stevens, Tristan, Johnny, Angela, every single person, not one person asked me a question the entire day. They all knew what they had to do. And that thing ran like a well old machine. And yeah. there was only one little hookup, I mean, hiccup and Bill fixed that in 2.3 seconds. Um, but it was, it was one of the most amazing things in 26 years that I'd ever been a part of that could have gone so wrong yeah. and so bad and just, Came off without any any problems whatsoever, and it's all you know the staff and talent was what made that thing so great.
1: And you know, I think that's why it was voted on for the 2017 Best Show of the Year. Uh, Bill, do you have any last things you'd like to say? Um,
11: no, I'm just I thank Rick for doing it, and, and he's like right. um, the staff he has and the system he's set up. If we had tried to do this at any other time, I don't know that it would have worked as well. If um, It just yeah. was the right time and it all came together. When I showed up at 10 o'clock in the morning for an 11 o'clock start and there was a line outside already to do something
1: special with us. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. Congratulations, you guys. And for the Landmark Arena and everything I think you wanted out of that show absolutely happened.
15: Thank you, and, and I really appreciate Booker of the Year again for the third year in a row. It really means a lot.
11: <laughs> Congratulations, Rick. You did a hell of a job again.
15: Thanks,
2: thanks, Bill. Sorry I didn't catch your number when it was up earlier. Apologize.
11: Oh, no worries.
2: Enjoy the rest of the show. So, Rick, sorry you did not win for Booker third year in the row, but do stick around. Uh, best promotion award: Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, Peach State Wrestling Alliance, Anarchy Wrestling, no. Viral Uber. Pro Wrestling, and Peace Georgia State, uh, Premier uh, Wrestling.
4: Championship Wrestling, Peach State Wrestling.
2: Runner-up in that category was Georgia Premier. Best promoter award: Joshua Hancock for Viral Pro, Charles Anschutz for, Char- for Southern Fried. Uh, Rick Michaels for National Championship Wrestling, Shane Knowles for Peach State, Josh Wheeler for Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, uh, Daryl Morris and Woody Hollander for Georgia Premier, and Daryl Morris and Woody Hollander, the runner-up in that court category. The winner in both categories, Mr. Rick Michaels.
1: Rick Promoter of the year From booker of the year to promoter of the year And promotion of the year Rick what do you got to say about that Oh Um Wow Um
15: You know Um Um I've only got a few things And I'm Uh Passionate about, um, my family, Star Wars, (laughs) Tristan and Johnny, and pro wrestling. Um, and, you know, when Danny gave me an opportunity, Danny only gave me an opportunity to step back in that place and take the reins, um, it uh it was something that i decided that i was going to take extreme extremely serious and um i think that it's uh i think that it's it's made a big change um but two thousand eighteen uh is only going to be better uh i i love the landmark arena i love the staff i love the crew um that that place that place is home and uh yeah thank you for for the guys that voted for me
1: You know, Rick, you know, I've known you for a number of years. And I think, you know, there have been opportunities in that building, like when ownership would change and and that kind of thing. But I feel like when you took it over was the right time, not only for that promotion and that building, but I think for you too, I think you're in a great headspace to be in charge of something like that. Would you agree? Or do you think that this is you know, you could have done it years ago. Or do you think now was kind of the right time for all of this?
15: Uh I am I am a firm believer in timing is everything. Um and had this been three years ago it wouldn't have been the right time. Um I I believe that everything happens for a reason and uh uh, one 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 comment and, and this does still answer your question um, Yeah In 2004 Bill Barron's Told me a statement And he said Ricky Ray Time heals all wounds And I believe that It took a lot of time All wounds were healed So The timing was right now. And, like I said, three years ago, I don't think it would have been – it wouldn't have been right. I wouldn't have been mentally ready. Um, But now was the perfect time.
1: Rick, it's got to be sweet. You're promoter of the year. And – and you have such a strong hand and vision in both of those things. Um, is this? I mean, this is a bit of a leading question, but you've won Booker of the Year. You've clearly got your life on track, personally, professionally. Um, w- how could it get sweeter than this for you right now? It just doesn't like it. I mean, it just seems like you're on top of the world. But knowing you. You're you're an ambitious guy. What what else would make this what's going on this this comeback has been fully realized at this point? What's going to make it even sweeter for you in 2018?
15: Uh, I'm just uh, you know I I'll be honest with you, Steve. I haven't done I really haven't done anything different than I normally would. Again, yeah. I think it was just timing uh, and the time was right. Um, but you know the building the building has caught on as the landmark arena uh national championship wrestling's doing good anarchy's doing good i just in 2018 i want it bigger i wanted one thing i wanted with the wild side show was i wanted closed circuit um and we had a guy that hooked it all up for us So people that were in the other building that was in the park that's across the parking lot, people that were in out there could sit and watch the live show as it was happening. Uh, We pulled that off, and the next big goal I want is I want a live feed across the Internet or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I want a live show shot in that building, and... It's going to happen in 2018.
1: Well, Rick, I mean, it's, I I can't, I honestly, I can't believe that we are where we are right now. Uh, Me and Larry talking to you, you winning awards. I mean, I, if somebody had said five years ago, like all this was going to happen, I would have never believed it. Mostly because I couldn't believe Larry's still alive. So, (laughs) so congratulations, Rick, Uh, very much deserved and all the best to you in 2018.
15: Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Thank you, Steve, for believing in me. Thank you, Larry, for always just being a huge supporter. And uh, again, thank the, you know, thank you guys that voted for me and you know, 2018, I'll be the fourth, you know, four-time Booker of the Year.
1: <laughs> Congratulations again, Rick. Congratulations, Rick. Thanks, Rick. Um, bye-bye. Fantastic. Again, the emotional response, so awesome. But we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, aren't we, Larry? We're
2: down. We're down to the nitty-gritty. We're down to the nitty-gritty. The last two categories. Best Manager of Valet Award. Nominees, Coach Mikey, Joseph Brock III, Bill Behrens, Jeff G. Bailey, Matthias Darkthorne, Logan Chase III. The, the runner-up in this category was Coach Mikey. And the winner for the umpteenth year, he's won it every year except two years since 2003. Woo. Jeff G. Bailey.
11: Yay, yay.
6: (laughs) What up?
1: Jeff G. Bailey, um, not only have you won this award so many times, this year was really something special in that you have one guy. You've got Gunnar Miller. And... Yet, you know, there, it seemed like a year where a lot of people would have looked for an excuse for, to not vote for you just because you perennially win it, yet you won it again. What do you attribute this to? Why, why do you think you keep getting the votes?
6: I think that this was the easiest year ever because I did manage Gunnar Miller, and yeah. <laughs> that makes it awfully easy. I have the best wrestler in the state. I worked with the best booker in Dan Wilson, who provided Gunner with a great path the entire year. I worked with Matt Hankins, an unrecognized great booker who had a plan and a path for Gunner Miller all year. I mean, we didn't do anything haphazardly or unplanned. The whole year was basically planned out. And then Rick, being promoter of the year, graciously, springing for the dough to bring Matt Riddle in and allowing us to do that. I mean, it's been a fantastic year, not just for me. Well, for me, because I was lucky enough to manage Gunnar Miller. I mean, he had a year that's unmatched. And, I mean, I think it's pretty undeniable. And, you know, the team of guys around him like Dan and Matt who booked him in such a great way, it just made for a great year. I mean, you can't look back at his year and not be impressed and wowed by everything that he accomplished. And I got to be along for the ride and narrate it. So yay me, yay him.
1: Um, Jeff, I got to say, you know, I've always said this until, until a manager cuts a promo seen by people at large, that's better than what Jeff does that year. You should not lose the award. And What's a, what's a promo or a moment that you're particularly proud of that maybe a lot of people didn't get to see that you did this year?
6: Um, I'm not sure. I really like the uh, promo going, setting up the uh, the Gunner Matt Riddle thing, where I basically talk about those two guys doing it, you know, for the rest of their careers. A little storytelling, you know, the, the Rock to the Austin, the Flair to the steamboat I, I uh I like that um honestly I don't remember <laughs> the stuff that I did earlier in the year or the middle of the year or I mean I do them and I'm done with them it's not like I go back and and look at them and and remember them unless something really stood out and I'm, I'm trying to think of anything that may have been spectacular but uh I'm sure they were all good to very good and at least a great one or two in there somewhere.
1: I, I think too, Jeff, that you at this stage, like, there's a weight that you, you're with Gunnar Miller, and it's true. Gunnar Miller had a fantastic year and you described it as being along for the ride. At the same time, um, having you there makes things easier for Gunnar Miller in the sense yeah. that if Jeff's managing him, he must be important in the same way of a Bobby Heenan, in the same way of Paul E, any of the great managers of the past or Gary Hart. Um, have you gotten comfortable with this notion of being the greatest manager in the modern era in the state of Georgia? Is that something that like, <laughs> I mean, I see you're laughing already, but it's an absolute undeniable fact. Is it weird to be that guy?
6: Well, let's just say I'll never get tired of other people saying it.
1: I would <laughs> say it. I mean,
6: it's, it, it's a bit much, but, but I have been very, very lucky to work with, you know, the best talent that has come through the state of Georgia for all this time. So I have been very fortunate to work with great people, and, and I do have a good promo every now and again. And there's not a whole lot of managers to hold up to that high standard, but yeah, it's 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 great to to be respected by my peers, to be voted for this again, and you know to have people go, you know, Jeff's still good. He's he's a really good talker, and I mean, it's it's great. It's it's a great honor. I love it. I love wrestling. I love still being a manager. I love that there's other guys coming up. You know, wanting to be managers, and you know, I yeah, think I've said this pretty much every year that you know here in Georgia we have a lot of guys who are who are good and some who want that good who are getting better and uh it's it's a good thing you know the the more people who are good at it the better
1: absolutely well larry shall we roll into the mac daddy category
2: let's do that and i was went back to look through the years who's won this award we know who's won it recently but going back into the early years guys like rain man jason cross david young bull buchanan won it twice phil shatter won it twice guys that uh mr bailey is very familiar with um this year's nominees odinson gunner miller kevin blue austin theory and chip day and the runner-up this year was uh, last year's winner chip day and this year's winner is the one and only gunner miller God damn
1: it, Congratulations, Gunner.
16: <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, a lot of people. I told
1: you. You know, a lot. People, you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, lot a, a lot of people thought you should have won it last year, <laughs> but uh, but honestly, looking at this year, I think this is the year where it really came together. You didn't win Scenic City, but you had the two best matches. You were part of the main events of some of the biggest promotions. And if I'm just being honest, carried guys through matches. I mean, carried them literally and figuratively through the biggest matches of their careers. Um, and it's, you've become, you, basically you've become a full range promote. Like you, you wrestle well, you've got the presence, you've got the look, You've, but now you're putting it together. Clearly, your mental game has kind of matched your physical game. And uh, what does it mean to you to win this award as somebody who clearly is going to go on to big things in pro wrestling? But what does this win, winning this award mean to you personally?
16: Man, it's so awesome. It's super humbling to win this award, especially knowing all the talent that's in the state of Georgia I mean, we could literally sit here and have a podcast and just name names and not say anything else and just list off names of great wrestlers in Georgia right now. Uh, I think it's great to be, you know, with the peers, to be at the top of of that group right now. And it doesn't hurt having Jeff G. Bailey on my side and coming out to me at ringside and cutting promos for me and and breaking down matches for me and telling me what I do good and what I do bad, which he will tell me what I do bad. And that's what I appreciate (laughs) about it. So, I mean, I don't want to say – you know, that it was, you know, a fun, easy year, but it really was. It was a fun, easy year with, that With I didn't have a much pressure. I didn't put much pressure on myself uh, like la- I did last year. And yeah. I, I think it showed in the ring. I, just, I was a little bit more relaxed. And I just tried to be me. I didn't try to play a character of the
1: people's captain. I just tried to play Gunnar Miller. Yeah. Um, Gunnar and Jeff, I have a question for each of you. Gunner. why did you want Jeff To be your manager, and Jeff, why did you agree to take on Gunnar Miller? um, You know, a year and a half, two years ago. Gunnar, you first. Why? Why did you want Jeff at ringside for you?
16: Okay, well, I'll say this: that
1: was pretty much
16: like just fell into my lap, and it was perfect. Empire was shutting down, and at that point, I wasn't really traveling at the time. And Dan Wilson came up to me and said, "Hey, I'm gonna to try to hook you up with Jeff down in Georgia. Let you travel down to Atlanta some and do some of those promotions." And I said, "Awesome." You know, I I knew about Jeff a little bit. Um, I was very new into the business. Did my homework. We started talking back and forth. He, he learned about me very quick. I mean, he he could cut a. I sent him a Facebook message with all my stuff, and then he cut a a promo the next week like he knew me forever. So that I mean I just knew right then. Mm-hmm. It was going to be awesome. I mean, we both share similar interests. Uh, My dad comes to all the shows, and he gets along great with Jeff. Mom loves Jeff. Everybody loves Jeff. So I'm glad to have him part of not just my wrestling but my
1: family. Mm. Jeff, why why would you – Jeff, you you know, you've been a part of so many big angles. And, I, I mean, you're a manager, which means, you know, you don't have a falling out of your prime. You're still in your prime as far as being a manager. Well, why did you agree to take Gunnar Miller on?
6: Well, I mean, we had met once before when he first started training with Ace, and, and Ace had brought him down. And, I mean, obviously he looks like a million bucks. And, I mean, when Ace said, he's really good, and then I watched some of the clips from Empire, and I was like, he's really good, and I think he can be great. And, you know, my God, who doesn't want to be a part of helping somebody good become great? And uh, Yeah, I, it, was, it was just too good of an offer to turn down, and I mean, you know, my guy—he's a four-year starter in Division One football, as you know. I'm a huge football fan, so I mean, we had that and many other shared interests, and I mean, it just—it just seemed to work immediately for me. Like, you know, sometimes you're going to work with somebody you go okay this is cool we're going to make this work and sometimes you get to work with somebody you go holy shit i really like this guy this is going to be awesome and you know we kind of had that kind of thing where it just instantly started well and i mean my god it's he's so fun to talk about i mean he's got so many accolades you know i never run out of stuff to say and i truly believe in his greatness i mean there's no act there's no put on miller miller is a great wrestler who's going to go on to do great things in the wrestling business. And I mean, I I fully believe that. And I know that there's lots of other people who do because the bandwagon is growing bigger and bigger. And uh, honestly, the people in Georgia will be lucky for the opportunities they get to see Gunner this year, as he is branching out all over the country and uh, it's only going to get bigger and better from there. So appreciate the greatness while you can people
1: well Gunnar miller you are the 2017 wrestler of the year for the state of georgia what are your final words sir
16: man i can't
1: really sum it up i
16: guess i can just say thank you you know it's something that when i started wrestling in georgia that i obviously wanted i set little goals and uh that that was one of the big ones in georgia Uh, i did want to be the wrestler of the year and uh I want to be able to step in the ring with other guys know knowing that I am the wrestler of the year. That, that gives me a lot of more confidence as well. So I'm excited and ready to take on 2018.
1: You know, I, I think, Larry, this this might be a, a statement I'm gonna catch shit for. I think all the winners this this might be the best crop of winners we've had in every category, punctuated by, of course, manager of the year, Jeff G. Bailey. And the wrestler of the year, Gunnar Miller, would you agree that this has been just an incredible year as far as who won up and down every category?
2: Yeah. No, I mean, no arguments there. I I couldn't be happier as far as who won this year. I I mean, there were were folks that I didn't vote for, but I have no issues with anybody, any of the winners at all. I mean, it's great, great all up and down.
1: And, and because somebody has to throw something negative in this show, it's going to be me. Um, I say we get rid of announcer of the year and we have trainer of the year, since I think it's clear that there's a number of great trainers in the state and who your trainer is and the kind of people that they're putting out, I think is mattering more and more. Uh, But again, congratulations to Gunnar Miller, our 2017 wrestler of the year, Jeff G Bailey, our manager of the year and all of the other winners. Larry, do you want to say something to get us out of here?
2: Uh, We did not uh, give a Legends Award this year, um, again, because the criteria for that award is that the winner has to get 50% of the votes. That did not happen, so that's why there was no Legends Award this year. Um, You know, some deserving folks, but nobody quite made the 50%.
1: All the nominees, thank you. Thank you to all the people that voted. Thank you, especially to our winners and to Larry Goodman and Brian Slack and the people at Georgia Wrestling History for putting all this together. Uh, It's the awards that matter the most in the state, and the winners are all very deserving. And the best to everybody in 2018 from us at Georgia Wrestling History and The Tipping Point.
0: of the ivy and that's all
16: folks. We thank you for listening to this broadcast, a production brought to you by the GWH Radio Network. Stay tuned to GeorgiaWrestlingHistory.com for the latest information on upcoming events
9: and more. As always, we thank you for your continued support.